Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. I'm going to kind of steer away from the trial because it's just too much for me. So I'm going to get back to what I set out to do, and that's share my story and kind of try to bring awareness. So I know everybody thinks to learn secrets and how things work and to put an end to sex trafficking that we need to know names. But I'm going to show you why names aren't what's important. So I want you to imagine a realtor, another person that is a salesperson at that realtor's firm, a locksmith, an appliance repair store, and a mortgage broker and a homeowners association. Now, I know this sounds like a joke somewhere, you know, like these all all these people walk into a bar, but it's actually not. This is a sex trafficking ring. These are members of a sex trafficking ring that have very specific jobs for very specific reasons. So let's start with the homeowners association. The number one reason for that is the money that you're making goes in that bank account instead of yours so let's move on to the realtor so the realtor has access to mls property listings and they're able to view houses before they even hit the market they can figure out if they are a house that will hide people easily or if it's a house that is noticeable things like that You have the appliance repairman that can go in and fix the appliances of a house that may or may not have women, children, or men that are being sex trafficked through that house locked in bedrooms. Then you have the locksmith. Well, the locksmith can put locks on the doors that would raise questions to other people. So... The locksmith can put a lock on the door that will lock the victims into the bedrooms and it won't raise flags or get anybody to question it. Now, the locksmith and the appliance guy are actually the same person and they are also the realtor that sold this house to somebody in the ring. Then you have another person that is a salesperson that also works for this man's firm, and he does the same thing. He arranges the sales, arranges the open houses and things to make everything kind of look legit. Then you have the mortgage broker, and obviously the mortgage broker gets the loan. Now, on the side, the mortgage broker owns a life insurance company so he can if he wants approve a mortgage to somebody that he knows is no longer alive just uses a person's identity and steals it just like that and that is how sex trafficking rings work and maybe not every single one but it's a really good example of how they work, how everybody plays a certain part to keep the secret. So you have all these different things that are working together 
to create the perfect storm to hide the sex trafficking ring and to hide the victims. So if you have this house that was sold under a fake name because that person is no longer with us and the mortgage broker made sure that the mortgage was in that person's name because they had access to their death because they sold their family a life insurance policy and then you have the realtor that also fixes appliances and is also a locksmith that sets the house up perfectly so that way the victims are locked inside how is anyone supposed to find out what's going on inside of that house especially if the neighbors aren't fully aware about sex trafficking they don't know the signs and to be quite honest they don't even pay attention because there's one house that I can see that this realtor sold and mind you all these people I'm talking about are real people so one of those houses that were sold has an alley and you can get into the house from that alley in through the basement and then you'll have access to the whole house you can also go in the front door so depending on how much exposure you want choose which door front or back you have access to both of them and that's the sex trafficking ring and that's uh similar to a house that i know about that i lived near and of course consequently was reported now you also have another player that you don't really think is involved because you can't find the direct link to them but they own a trucking company and it's just them they're the only employee and they stay local so they're able to get to truck stops and they're able to traffic women through their trucking company they're also able to transport and do a lot of other things so now we have the truckers and i am by all means not saying that all truckers are sex traffickers this sex trafficker was chosen to be a trucker for that reason not the other way around so you have that person that is now involved and his family lives in another state divorced or not is not really clear at this point because you cannot find any records about that trucker other than an extensive criminal history dating back to the 80s and so his family lives in a certain place and it seems like a nothingness but then I get kidnapped and I get brought to a certain place and that certain place happens to be where that man's family lives so there's the connection there's the link that the man that kidnapped me has links to the ring that I was sex trafficked through with my parents and here's the biggest thing about it all none of those people sounds like they are part of the sex trafficking ring that traffic people and children to what some people call the elite nobody thinks that these regular run-of-the-mill people 
that live in this tiny little town that all have these regular jobs that anybody can get are the ones that are behind the trafficking to the rich and powerful. So this is why I say names don't matter. The client's names don't matter because they're not going to end sex trafficking because this is how it looks. This is what the ring looks like on the internet, on paper, because I'm telling you, this realtor, and I'm not going to say his name because it's nobody's business, but this realtor, he doesn't have a single picture of himself anywhere on any website there are no pictures the trucking company again no pictures the appliance company the website looks so legit but when you look it up on better business bureau and you look it up on yelp and all the other places that do reviews everybody says that they called and left a message but never got any calls back because the appliance company is a front it's not actually an appliance repair company. And this is the truth of sex trafficking in a lot of cases. When I say hidden in plain sight, this is what I am talking about. Hidden in plain sight. I have always thought that the homeowners association in the neighborhood that I grew up in was always just a front for all the people that were trafficking kids in and out of that neighborhood. I mean, when I moved in there, this was new construction. We designed our house. We picked out exactly how we wanted the house to look, the cabinets, all that. Well, not we, my parents. And my fam my aunt and her family had actually moved in after we had, and the entire neighborhood still was under construction. I mean, it took a while to get all these houses to be built. Now, the mortgage broker that I talked about, I'm sorry, the salesman that works for the real estate agent that is also a locksmith and an appliance repairman, yeah, he's from the neighborhood. And all the people that seem to have some strange connection to my parents are all from the neighborhood. And the connections are all there. You can find them. You just need to know where to look for them. But the thing is, is no social media, no pictures, terrible reviews, a realtor that's had his license for 19 years and sold six houses. It's clear as day what's actually happening if you know what to look for. And that's exactly what to look for. When I sit here and I say it could potentially be anybody you walk past, I'm not joking about that because here I just Googled two names and they had brought out lawsuits against my father. And here I find out that they're part of the ring. And one of them, I believe, is still trafficking today. Yes, it has been reported. No, I will not share his name because... You're not going to be able to do anything. What's going to be done is going to be done. So this is how sex trafficking rings work. At least the one that I was in. So 
This is the traffickers that actually brought kids to the clients. These are the people that sold children to the rich and the powerful. They were just your neighborhood realtor or your neighborhood locksmith. They were the guy that sat next to you at church or the guy whose kids your kid runs around with. I mean, they're everyday people. So when everyone was talking about the case with Ghislaine Maxwell and wondering what names were going to be dropped, she wasn't going to drop clients' names. And it's because they don't really give a damn about the clients' names. I don't agree with it. I think they should. But they care more about the traffickers, the other traffickers. So when names are dropped, you're not going to recognize them. They're not going to be these big-time stars because those stars are buyers. And if they get in trouble, they care more about catching the people that are selling the children than the ones that are buying them. So they can easily make a deal have everything kept in silence and in private, sealed or whatever, and then an arrest is made somewhere in the country of a parent that is sex trafficking their child or a neighbor that is trafficking the neighbor's kid, and then there's your names. But you don't know that it's their names because, like I said, it's just the neighbor realtor or the neighbor locksmith, people working regular jobs, walking up and down your street, waving and saying hello to you, people that you know, people that you may even trust to have your kids have a sleepover at their house. That's how close sex trafficking is to you. That's how close sex trafficking was to everyone in the neighborhood that I grew up in. And none of them learned the signs. And it's looking more and more like there was more people in the neighborhood involved than I actually thought. Because the deeper I go looking into these people, the more links that I find and the more dots that are getting connected. Like, I kid you not, my cousin and her husband are on the friends list of one of this person's Facebook pages. He, There's only one that has a Facebook page. And honestly, I don't know if I'm just in denial of his involvement because I know his son. And I was very good friends with his son when I was a child. Uh, but he works for the realtor and works for the locksmith and the guy that has all the fake jobs. So where does that leave us? And where, what do you take from that? I think the biggest thing that you can take from that is you may not be able to connect these dots. Even if I sat and I gave every single name of every single person that I googled today, you would never recognize these people. They would be a nobody to you. You could never just call and press charges or report them because you have no idea who they are and you're not their victim. 
So there's nothing to report. The police would say, you know, if there's a victim, have the victim come forward. But see, I've witnessed it. I witnessed it when I was a kid, when I was still in the life and still actively being trafficked. I know the area of town where these houses that this realtor sold were. I've lived there. I was also sent to a house that had been completely gutted. It was like a row home, like a bunch of townhouses. And they were completely gutted. And each victim had their own room. I didn't go there alone. I won't confirm or deny who may or may not have gone with me. No, it was not my children. I will say that. Um, it was an adult. And we would go there every day. And we would go to our room. And then the customers and the clients, they would come to us. They would do what they purchased. And then we would go pick up the cut that we were supposed to bring to my father. And then I would drive back home. And to be quite honest, with how many drugs I was given, I don't even know how I made it home alive half the time because I was never okay. And this is like, another thing is like, I remember one time I got this person that I went with in the car. And I mean, I was practically carrying them because they were so out of it. And I realized I forgot my cigarettes. So I went back inside, went back to my room, grabbed my cigarettes, and I left. And I mean, there was people walking around the street watching me take this person out of the house, clearly under the influence of something, and nobody even batted an eye. Nobody even called about the house. Nobody did anything, and guaranteed it's because they didn't want to get involved. That is a phrase I heard for so much of my life is I don't want to get involved. And that's why we have a problem with sex trafficking. It's not because victims and survivors aren't sitting here giving names of every single buyer because you're curious and just want to know. It's because people don't want to get involved when it's important. So... If you're ever walking down the street and you see a couple of teenage kids, young adults, stumbling out of a house and they are clearly intoxicated or under the influence of something, call the police and have them go check on the house. That's how you end sex trafficking, by learning to spot the signs. By when it's smack dab right in front of your face, making the call that will save a life and save a victim and we have to do it together we can't just sit here and have some people talking about well we need to expose all of the rich and famous people that are buyers and clients right now because if we stop them then we'll stop the demand great idea it, it, it truly is the problem is they're not the only demand so if you stop them and start arresting them, the demand is still going to be there. The demand is always going to be there. And as long as we have people that are fighting because, oh, well, this is a left 
side problem or this is a right side problem or this is just a rich white man's problem. As long as we have all this division in what the problem is, we're never going to be able to end it. We have to come together. We have to have unity in ending sex trafficking because it doesn't discriminate. It's not a rich problem. It's not a poor problem. It's not a middle class problem. It's not a race thing. It's not an age thing even. I mean, I know a victim that's in her 60s, literally in her 60s, still being sex trafficked, not wanting to leave because it's been so long. She doesn't think she can survive without it. So we've got to come together and have to realize that this is an everybody problem. Every single person that you come in contact with, whether you've known them for five minutes or for 50 years, could potentially be a sex trafficker, could potentially be a victim, and could potentially be a buyer. And there is a network, and they are linked together. You just have to see it, and you have to know it. So get to know your neighbors. Get to know your family, which I'm sure you know, but pay attention to links like that because I never connected the dots that I was able to connect today until today. I've seen these lawsuits over and over again, and I thought that the only information that I was getting from it is my mother's name was on it too. And it was starting to help me become aware that my mother was just as involved as my father was. But see, I never thought of Googling who these people are. So I'm working my way through the list, and there's a lot. There's a few dozen that I have to work my way through to see all of the links because they're all there. I just have to find them. Now, it might not be that easy for just somebody else to look up some court records and say, okay, this person got sued by this person. It's obviously sex trafficking. Uh, Let's be realistic. The likelihood of that happening is not very high. But that's how I'm finding the sex trafficking ring. And that's how I'm finding everything that is connected with us. And connected with the ring that I was a part of because see one of these lawsuits was served to my parents home and at the time there's no possible way that I was at that house it was during a time when I would have been at school but yet somehow I was the one that received the papers now that might seem like nothing to somebody or just a detail that may be a little bit fuzzy to me But what it was is it had my name on that lawsuit. So now people can look at that lawsuit and they know who the victim's name is. They know who my parents were trafficking. So it's kind of like an advertisement in disguise. Again, hidden in plain sight. Where nobody would even think to look except the traffickers. And that's why... I think a lot of us survivors and a lot of the organizations and 
the agencies that are trying to combat sex trafficking, we kind of push so much that it is very rarely a snatch and grab kidnapping when they get victims. It brings too much attention. It truly does. And they have their system where they're able to do it right in front of people's faces. And it's been working for decades. And it's going to continue to work for decades until we start talking about it and we start exposing it and we actually start bringing these people down. Now, with all the information that I found out today, is anything going to happen from it? I'm not sure, but it was reported to the right authorities. I just literally got off the phone right before I started recording. And... This is just how you have to do it. You have to know where to look. And when you know where to look and you see things that are a little bit suspicious, you make the call. And you know what? You don't have to worry about lying because you're not. You saw something that made you feel weird and you made a call about it. So if you see a realtor ad and you see them advertised on Facebook and you look into them and you can't find a single picture of that person and they've only sold about two houses and they've been in the business for decades. Yeah, those are some red flags. You can report that and say, listen, this doesn't sit well with me. I heard a girl talk about how some of her sex traffickers were realtors. They'll look into it and... Maybe you will be able to help bring that ring down or at the very least bring down that person. And if they're not a sex trafficker, there's no harm done because, again, they looked into it and they found nothing. And honestly, that's what we want. We don't want to find anything. We want this to end. We don't want people being sex trafficked. But it's been a very long couple of weeks for me and this is how I chose to distract myself which probably is why my husband just bought me two books even though I've been on a book ban for a long time because I have to read the books that I already own I own too many that I haven't read but I definitely need to distract myself because I mean This has been staring at me in front of my face for the past 12 years since I started looking for clues. And I couldn't even connect the dots until today. So dots connected and I'm starting to figure things out. And if I have to bring down the ring all by my lonesome self, oh, I'll do it. And I don't give a damn who I bring down. I don't care if... That man that is the father of a good friend is a sex trafficker. I will make sure that he goes to jail because I don't care. The bad people need to go away. No matter how good they were to you in the past, no matter what political affiliation they are, no matter how many movies they were in that you absolutely love, it doesn't matter. Anybody that's involved with the sale of a child, the rape of a child, child pornography, or anything like that deserves to go to prison for the rest of their lives. So, 
my message to you is keep your eyes peeled because the signs are there. You just have to know where to look. And if you're wrapped up in all the conspiracy theories about underground tunnels and apps on smartphones, you're looking where the sex traffickers are pointing you in that direction. They want you looking there. So that way you're not looking where they actually are. And that's where they are. They're realtors. They're mortgage brokers. They're life insurance companies. I mean, look into any company that you come in contact with and you'll be able to determine if it's legit or not. I mean, they are not as slick as they think they are. So keep your eyes peeled. If something feels off, report it. It's better to report it and be wrong then be right and do nothing. So I'm going to leave it there for tonight. I'm going to go get to my book, which I am like super excited about. And I will talk to y'all soon. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for the continued love and support. Um, over the next couple of days, I think I'm going to take like a little bit of a break. And then I'm going to get back to sharing my story because I think I kind of got off track a little bit. And that's what I set out to do. So we're going to get back to that. We're going to get some great awareness out. And hopefully I can just get back into the swing of things. Because honestly, I have felt kind of off these past week or two. So again, thanks for love and support. And I'll talk to you all soon.